0: Blake Ballon Podcast from the shadows I said it's Blake Doing the damn thing WWA Last night what? Money in the bank That shit was crazy I really enjoyed it It was a a Fun show Started with the kickoff We had the Usos And Daniel Bryan and Rowan Going at it In a non-title bout Wild card type tag team matchup But um and uh, the Usos picked up the victory. Good super kick spots, double loose on DB. Rowan looked excellent. I think Rowan is starting to really show his uh, progression. And it's it's something to look at. You know, it's a good... Uh, he's a good uh, superstar in general. And to see him improving, you know, at this level and being with somebody like Daniel Bryan. You know, some people are upset that Daniel Bryan oh, he was just... You know, one of the main events of WrestleMania. And now he's relegated to the kickoff show. First of all, the kickoff show was amazing last night. So if you missed it, you missed out. And Daniel Bryan working with Rowan. After, we got to look at it. After Mania, we don't know what happened to DB. And, you know, I, we're all thankful. Extremely, it was, especially me, pardon me. But I'm very thankful that DB is okay. So I'm glad to see him back. And we don't want to throw him you know, or part of the throw too much at them at once, I guess, you know, so being in a tag team, you know, being trusted to revamp the tag team division like that, I think it's a good look, and it was a good matchup, you know, they did not look weak and defeated all, they looked like a good team, a lot of people are saying just the dynamic between Rowan and Brian is actually one of those odd couples made in heaven, and y'all yeah, know how I feel about my good odd couples, so, Uh, Dane Bryan and his intellectual peer looked excellent. The Usos looked great also. But one of the favorite moments from the kickoff for me personally was Lena Vega and Sonya Deville, Let's Go Baby, getting it in on the microphones. They started out arguing. They seemed like they had a little bit more planned out just as far as, uh, you know, promoting their matches and such like that. But I think in this moment... The decision to have them go and continue to develop their character, you know, have that, uh, its it was fairly, well, it seemed unscripted, you know, they seemed like they had genuine gripes with one another, and they both, uh, you know, they're both, I wouldn't say underutilized talents, because we get to see them a lot, thankfully, but I think that, that it's a good, it's the good spark of a new rivalry, You know, and they both could argue, you know, reality television with the women arguing is uh, pretty popular nowadays. So to be able to have one of those small little verbal cat fights, you know, on the kickoff, it was some fun for the kickoff. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. The. Everyone in the kickoff had major points that they were raising, which was another really good addition to the kickoff with just, uh, you know, Sam Roberts, not Sam, been doing this thing for weeks now, for months, you know, when it comes to this kickoff panel. Not to say anyone is running point. I would uh, say if anybody was running point, it would be coach, clearly. But just the way they're all able to pass the ball around with, you know, who's making what point, how they're getting to each point, It was just a really good show, you know I I enjoyed the kickoff, as I always do Glamazon was there, Beth Phoenix is the new NXT uh, commentator So, you know, she's getting real warm And everyone's gonna start really having uh, some very, very uh, compelling Conversations on the kickoff panel in the coming months because, you know, you can see how well they're all gelling. Whoa, new addition. At least on the main roster, another opportunity spotted with uh, Charlie Caruso being on the Money in the Bank kickoff panel. How cool is that, you know? And instead of having Paige, because I'm pretty sure she's busy with the Kabuki Warriors. And uh, Charlie did it great. 100%. Oh, uh, man, it was... It was something that I I came to expect, you know, from, you know, like just walking that same path that we've seen other uh, female announcers walk, you know, from Jojo, who just had the baby to Renee Young, who's, you know, just blazing a trail on female commentary in so many different ways, you know, and now we have Charlie Caruso, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Shriver, backstage, you know, she's doing a thing, and you know, everyone's coming along together very, very well, I'm enjoying, you know, just watching how the product is continuing to progress and evolve, so, oh no, that was the kickoff show, and it's showing the video packages, good conversations amongst everyone, it was just fun in general, but now let's get on into the main show, all right women's money in the bank ladder match you know we had a lot that was going on so we just go shout it out you know we just go Bailey won i'm i'm so happy for Bailey. it was a very emotional time for you know everyone now has been pulling for her dana brooke showed out everyone went in there i'm trying to think about maybe a moment of the match most impactful move or just a highlight which i think everyone could agree Ember Moon hitting that eclipse from the ladder. Listen, it's a it's a long way up, and it's a long way down. Whether you're getting on the top rope or you're climbing the ladder, to be a little above the top rope outside and then jumping off, and you know it was just it's just scary enough as is. So to have the heart to do it and then actually be able to execute it. Shouts to Natty for being able to take it and so did good. Ember pulled that move off, so highlighted match goes to Ember and Natty for that Eclipse spot off of the ladder. Uh, Carmella got uh, injured, quote-unquote, with the ladder. I noticed this with the women's ladder match. It was very hard-hitting in the early going. Compared to last year's matches, I would say this year the women were not trying to be as dainty. Man, and then I, I say maybe two or three minutes. You know what? Let's say the Carmella spot where she hurt her knee, hurt her knee. In quotes. Um, that was when I was I started saying to myself, okay, maybe the ladies can scale it back. Like, okay, when okay, y'all have proven y'all point. Please, just take it down a notch because we don't want anything to happen. And it was almost in that moment where. It was like, I guess the match at that point was scripted to that, you know, sequence like that. Like, just, okay, ladies, now that Carmella's, you know, down, we all know that we've gotten everyone intrigued and engaged in the match, which totally was a thing. And, uh, you know, now we can start doing all of the cool, you know, spots and having the awesome moments and such like that. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, Sonya Deville being just a team player, you know. So humbling to watch, you know, good te- teamwork in WWE and, and you know, team tough enough. Just fire woman's carried her up the ladder and tried to get it to the top. Didn't quite work. In comes Bailey up the ladder. She scurried and, you know, met him at the top, which was one of the uh, one of the big questions on WWE social. Leading into the Money in the Bank event, it was uh, would you meet him at the top or would you tilt the ladder? Apparently, Bailey met him at the top, and boy oh boy, Bailey did not disappoint. Because when she got the t- got there, locked him off, got the briefcase, everybody, you know, in the building went crazy. We all cared about it a lot. We all very very happy for Bailey. Uh, I think it was Charlie came into the ring. Had some talks, a few Sasha plugs. Sasha, This we all know that this is clearly what happens when you decide to take the ball and go home. It doesn't matter if it was planned 30 minutes beforehand or 30 minutes into the show. There's always a way to come with a response. And that was clearly uh, WWE's response and in my, in my humble opinion, I think WWE was saying that Bailey has been working extremely hard, as have you. And there could have been space for some awesome storylines. But now that you've taken your ball and we're home, only for now because there's always space, I'm pretty sure, to come back, hopefully. Bailey is the only person on the Smackdown, SmackDown Live roster outside of Charlotte that can really be trusted to run with the ball that we have to damn use now because Sasha took away the other one. They, I was talking about it for weeks now with just how the women's division on uh, SmackDown has been looking great and the Raw women's division would just need, to need a little bit of, uh, you know, Extra tweaking and such like that. Sasha being on that brand, like we all, we're gonna get into what happened with the women. Well, Becky two belts and Lacey Evans and the Raw Women's division in general. But maybe Sasha could have stayed there. Bailey would have went on to SmackDown, and right now Sasha would be Women's Champion, and Bailey would be SmackDown Women's Champion. Who knows? Here goes another idea. Maybe they could have vice versa that, and Bailey would have been on Raw. And Sasha would have been on SmackDown doing everything Bailey did. Now, we don't know. Probably we'll never know at this point. But the fact of the matter remains Bailey is, at the moment, right now, while we're telling the room, going over the show, Miss Money in the Bank. So congratulations to Bailey on that one. Brain Mysterio Samoa Joe next went at it. Uh, You know, it's been a little bit of a weird build. I'm not too sure about how this is, you know how this is all playing out with uh, Joey and being injured and such. And I mean, I care, you know, like we care. We want to see, uh, you know, Joey flourish. We want to see great things from him, but at the same place, it's, I mean, at the same, in the same time, it's like, man, Joe, you can't just be getting injured though, or getting hurt. And he got kicked in the face. He's bleeding a little bit. And, uh, it definitely looked a little wild you know and that I guess ended the match prematurely so it's just like dang man like we want to see Joe like I know that Joe has the skills to be able to have an awesome match with somebody like Rey Mysterio they've shown it but you know these things just yeah just didn't the, it wasn't in the cards, man, and it's, it, I'm I'm a little upset about it. I mean, not upset that Rey Mysterio is the new uh, United States champion. You know, congratulations for joining the Grand Slam Club. Like that's all awesome, but at the same time, you know, I we want to we want to make sure that all of the superstars are showcased In, you know in the best possible light. So you know, it's unfortunate to see Joey, you know, take that kick to the face. You know, it comes with the with the territory, I, I guess to say, but um, it's just a uh, very, like I said, unfortunate, but Rey Mysterio is new United States champion, you can tell the WWE felt away about it too because then they let Joey come out and beat up right after the fact, and I mean, it's it continues the storyline between the two, so it's not blown off just yet, can't wait to see these guys both at 100% going one-on-one. Shane and the Miz went at it next cage match very very uh good match between the two the frog splash at the end i wasn't a huge fan of but all in all the story that they told was just you know shane trying to get out and most people pulling for miz and saying that he needed to pick up the win here and a little bit of odd ref spot uh, <laughs> i don't really know how to get into any of that story with uh, just how the referees were doing i'll just say xfl 2020 let's uh pay close attention to how you know the the you know with the nfl and the nba and everything going on with sports this is sports entertainment's take on it this is just my my look on it i could be completely inaccurate i could be all the way wrong you know but with all of the stuff that goes on in you know you know professional sports like the nba and nfl and nhl and such on it's uh It's a lot of referee calls that are argued a certain way, a lot of referee calls that aren't favorable to the fans and all the rest of that. So BS call of the night was when Shane got his foot up on the ropes after taking uh, the Skull Crusher finale. That was so funny because you know it was you there's no disqualification no road break but if it happened look what everyone is not listening to is when Tom Phillips goes into Shane McMahon's privilege y'all are missing that if nobody's gonna speak on it then y'all it's not gonna be noticed but Phillips has definitely brought up this idea of Shane McMahon's privilege. And Corey went into it briefly like, you know, this guy's signing your checks. So are you really going to try to, you know, have him lose or whatever? And I, again, I think it's kind of, I think it's pretty funny. You know, like Shane is, you know, Vince's son. So he can do what he wants. And everyone's just like going, well, not going with it. But I mean, you kind of have to in a way, but. It's just fun stuff and I'm pretty sure with that storyline the you know just you know more 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 I don't want I don't want Mr. McMahon to troll the fans too much But everybody enjoys a good rip here and there you know I I just don't want you know the fans to lose patience or anything like that with you know what's going on in the building live and direct like I want I'm enjoying the show and I'm enjoying the crowd interaction and the crowd reaction also but i definitely want to see uh you know uh it's good heel stuff i think this stuff solid if if it was actually noticed you know what i mean the crowd would recognize the crowd would actually enjoy it that much more just because you know it's like it's, it's just dick moves it's funny to me. Maybe it's just me. I, everybody doesn't find it. I I find I would say 70% of Mr. McMahon's jokes hilarious. But that's just because I'm I was raised different. <laughs> you know, so whatever. But if, if people don't like it like the majority of the WWE universe, and I'm pretty sure y'all are all signing off on Twitter right now about it, but you know, it be us call it a night, but it was funny. Miz was at the top of the cage with him. Shane just so happened to slip out. You know, so it's, uh, you know, it is what it is. If Shane picked up the victory there, the best in the world remains Shane McMahon. Tony Nese took on Aria Devar for the Cruiserweight Championship next. I'm going to say this right now. 205 made it off for the kickoff show. Shouts to those that have paved the way. Superstars such as Buddy Murphy. Superstars such as Ali. Superstars such as Cedric Alexander. You know? And I know right now we may not be seeing these guys as often. Shouts to Ali. We like him being utilized the way he's being utilized. I'm going to catch the chronicle of Ali on WWE Network. I know it's very emotional. I could feel it, you know? But, um... It, these guys made 205 Live a thing, enough for Mr. McVeigh to say, nah, get it off the kickoff for now. We're going to have it right here on the main show. The only issue was the fact that the fans didn't necessarily know who these guys are. You know, the storylines have shifted on 205 and the, as the machine continues to grow and move and navigate You know, it's uh, it it was just uh, I enjoyed the match and the match was damn good. The crowd just couldn't get behind it because they didn't really have any kind of, you know, true development with the characters if they didn't if they're not watching 205 live. And it's definitely still a growing product and brand. So I enjoyed the match. Tony Neese was able to pick up the victory after kicking out of that hammerlock uh lariat that Davari has. Davari came in with a Benz, you know, a little AMG numbers, numbers, the ship's fire. I I enjoyed watching Davari, you know, just embrace that side. We know he's always been that flashy type, and to have him still, you know, not once to say still do it like it's gonna change or anything like that, but you see Davari do these things. And it's like, yeah, you can't help but chuckle to yourself. Because, you know, he 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 got it in the ring. He got it outside the ring. And it's something to just really respect. So, I like that. I thought it was cool. Tony Nese picked up the victory. I think that was the right way to go, right direction. Tony Nese still Cruiserweight Champion. I think he needs a little bit more of that. I think, you know what it is? I think he's going through the, the belly issue. With just being a little, like, being just seemingly nervous. And, nah, uh, don't be nervous. They looking for the attitude, fuck, part of my language <laughs> Don't worry about the respect bit Because the crowd gonna respect you regardless Like, I think that it's really just having that edge and that attitude That's gonna be able to get Tony Nese to the next level Like, if Tony Nese and Aria Divari, did the fusion dance Perfection, you know, like, there it is and we've got like a, a huge superstar on our hands. But it's all right because both of them played really well off of each other. They were able to keep up with each other. I enjoyed the match. Tony knees picked up the victory with the running knees. Great move, he didn't jump with it. It's okay, I'm not mad, I'm not mad. That jump is still, you know, still give me to this day. When, he's, uh, when he did that jump and running knees to Tony, not Tony, to uh, Buddy Murphy all that while ago but um good good cruiserweight championship match though all right all right all right so we're gonna get right on into the women's uh championship matchup first of all let's pay the proper respects to the wwe women's division that's right I have nothing but respect to the women's division. They were well represented last night by Becky, Lacey, Charlotte, and Bailey. We know how the match went. It was it was good stuff. Uh, we wanna see Becky do great. Now she's on raw and maybe some of the jumps like we all everyone knows where they could do better at. So I think Becky even knows some of those jumps and leaps where her moves like they could, you know, just sharpen up a bit like it. Just, and I'm not saying that from a space of, oh, she's horrible. No, I think Becky is one of the best they have in the company from an in rain perspective. And I mean, we all know Becky. Becky's a man. You know, like I have nothing bad to say about Becky at all. I would just improve on or uh, you know i'm i I don't want to sound like i'm trying to be one of the entitled infants or whatever you know my opinion changes as it goes along but also i I definitely know or i have an idea of what i'm talking about so i don't want to seem like i'm trying to talk down on becky lynch at all with uh you know sharing this stuff but it's, it's just sharpening up on some of the moves only because the We don't want the image to, you know, dilute itself with like, you know, the lackluster execution of the moves. It's about being able to take the move. It's about being able to reverse a move. And it's all about being able to execute the move. So two out of three ain't bad, but we need all three if we're going to have like the man be the man. Either way, Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans went in there and they did a the damn thing, man. Lacey was excellent. I'm so proud of Lacey Evans with just how she, you know, performed, carried herself. The match was really, really good stuff. We didn't even get to see all of what she had in the arsenal, you know, matched into the little crazy and um, I'm not even, we're not even gonna look at that part because at the end of the day, these, the, everyone just came off the UK tour, it was a little tight, and this, some of them finishes were gonna be, I don't wanna call it screwy, you know, but they, if it's not as tight as it could have been, I'm willing to say that these women inside of storyline, and we could go outside of storyline as far as advocacy, but I won't, you know, inside of storyline, each of, Becky just had a match. Lacey just had a match. Charlotte just had a match. Well, Charlotte was getting ready to go in there and have a match. And Bailey was still tired from it. Go back to AJ talking a long time ago. I would even say it was on Talking Smack. How hard is it to go out there and have your body, you know, go through all of that the first time. And then you go out there a second time, your body's already stiffened. You know, it's just, you know, you're tired. Your muscles are fatigued. And you're going out there to do it again. You know, these guys are trained at the highest level, so it's all right. Not hard at all to be able to do it, but, you know, well, for them, because, you know, they're, again, at the highest level, but it's still definitely not the easiest task, obviously. So, uh, you know, Bailey came out after Sasha. uh, Oh, excuse me. We miss you, Sasha Banks. Figure it out, mama. But, no, Bailey came out. Uh, to the crowds, uh, oh, oh, it was a, it was a different type of ovation. They needed Bailey to come out because they did not want to see Charlotte have a reign as SmackDown Women's Champion. It was uh, it was good stuff. It was very emotional for everyone in the building. Everyone was really happy for Bailey. It was almost, I don't want to. I'm not even going to make comparisons because it was it was something special for Bailey. You know, since she got to the main roster I would say that was probably the moment That everybody was waiting for Everybody wanted that You know, We kind of got it at Wrestlemania Years ago when she won the women's championship But this time around It felt that much more genuine And we're all very very happy For Bayley you know, Just cashing in and being the champion now So take nothing away from any of these superstars I think every one of them Are going to have a very 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 strong future you know, just leading forward as we, you know, progress along, you know, the next show's coming up. So what's tonight? Monday Night Raw, we're going to see Becky and Lacey, uh, I guess, have their words. And I hope that Lacey has continued to be booked strong because she looked excellent last night. She looked like she was one of the girls that be in there. So uh, good, good stuff. Well, I don't know if I'm recording. I don't know if any of that uh, came across but I know that Roman had an awesome moment. We need Roman to be just like that. We need him to be booked just like that. I don't want to... Well, I'm repeating myself at this point, And I definitely came across very, very strong... You know, we're talking about just how good that looked for Roman. I think Roman needs to be booked just like that. If you agree, go ahead and uh, applaud the podcast. Because, you know, just pushing them too hard as like the one-line zinger, you know, awesome action movie star, we're live action movie star. It it could work, but I don't know. That comes across more as Joe and if we're going with the Roman character, like Roman Reigns, then it, it I think it just needs to be pure dominance and that's it. They pulled that off very well last night. Sound was godlike on the guitar when Elias attacked them backstage. And um, it was very, very good to see Rome come out, Superman punch, send him to the ring, one, two, three, there's the victory. Thanks for coming. Like, that's that's good stuff. That's good stuff for Rome, especially with just rebuilding him, you know, to the point that he was. But I would really say the point that we all want him to be at, and I really, really mean when I say the point we all Know he can perform at. That's really what stands out to me with Rome because he. It's very clear that he's capable. It's small moments where it's like, eh. I wouldn't go as far as to say cringe, but it's like, nah, man. This is just the. This is practice for when it when it turn up. Rome won't be exactly what everybody looking for. He already got the look. You know, it's just I I, I, I'm going to give it more weeks as we go along and I'm going to be able to find the proper wording for it. Just know that I definitely advocate for Roman Reigns, man. I like him a lot. Lucha House Party in action, taking on the freak Lars Sullivan. Everyone makes mistakes. You apologize for your mistakes and you are sincere about it. Then there's no reason why you should not be. An opportun- or another opportunity to show that you're willing to redeem yourself or you want to redeem yourself. I'll say it in an even better fashion for uh, those that might still be a little in the dark on my emotions toward this. Uh, an apology without action is simply manipulation. I don't think Lars Sullivan wants to manipulate anybody in that manner. You know, like being an just the overboard troll that doesn't know when to stop or doesn't know when to he doesn't know how far his jokes are going or anything like that if Lars has apologized and you know he's been you know he's he's been dominant and showcased well he's shown that he's you know like look I mean he's making it look good I would say that is the sit down pop bombs good stuff some, some people want to see him in the ring And such like that But with how he's been booked thus far I think that Lars Sullivan is a great uh, WWE superstar I remember seeing him on NXT Taking on, that's right EC3 And I thought they had an awesome match So, hey Went out there Beat up the Lucha House Party I think Lars was the third man To get busted open last night I would almost say maybe Mr. McMahon is taking this uh, you know taking getting to the edge a little bit like hey we got a little bit of attitude for you you know we'll show you a little bit but at the same time if that's not the case then we you know it's still not something we want we don't want anybody to you know you know get busted open and such like that but it definitely makes for a, a great television and it was good stuff laws beat up blue child's party busted open i think it was Kalisto. They said it was a headbutt. Whatever. I thought it was Kalisto punching him and one of the, something with the leather or whatever, you know, busted him open. But all in all, guess what? My man Kalisto was the first man to really put hands on Lars Sullivan for real, for real. I mean, R Truth hit him in the back with a steel chip. But that ain't really work. I mean, Kalisto didn't really get too far either. But at the same time, Kalisto did bust him open, you know? So, I mean, hey, either way, you know, jokes aside, the good stuff. I think we're getting in, I think we're getting close to the main event, where we at? Alright, Universal Championship was up, and, um, man, that match was literally everything that I said it was gonna be, just as I had Michael Cole say it, cause Michael Cole was on another level, everything I knew he was, man, just beautiful, but, um, Delivered as advertised. It, I would almost. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say so far match of the year. You know, no stipulations added. Just one on one, high level combatants, highest caliber of, of competition. These guys went in, had the had the great story, had the great build up, and this being the very first time that uh, WWE. Has given us this match it did not disappoint I'm so thankful to have been able to see that match live well not in the building but you know watching it on the network and being able to just all of the elements that I constantly speak on with executing a move reversing the move or defending a move and then even selling the move all of those elements Tick the boxes. It was so great, man. And they it was literally a masterclass at everything that makes tough enough relevant. <laughs> but it was it was good stuff. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm so glad that those two were able to do it. And then I had the handshake at the end, respectful handshake. AJ surpassed his ego. And you know, it's high levels of competition. You know, you you just came over to a new brand and you're trying to make sure that uh, you know, your presence is felt and you don't, you just you, you really enjoy matches like that where you know both of these guys were gonna be able to pull the best out. Reverse re, reverse on reverse, counter upon counter, call it how you like. Those two showed up and stole the show. No questions asked. We had Kofi Kingston taking on Kevin Owens next For the WWE World Heavyweight Championship Hold on, because we're still in championship mode I'm going to say this one last thing about the Universal Championship And then we'll get into Kofi versus KO That match between Seth Rollins and AJ Styles For WWE's Universal Championship Was exactly what we need to see and all of our matches for the WWE Universal Championship. I understand that Brock Lesnar is doing it for a reason. But we in the WWE Universe need to see stuff like that. It's one thing to be dominant. And we know that Brock Lesnar, is got, he's dominant. If nothing else. You know? And if anything, now... Everyone should want to step up to that level to be able to make Brock Lesnar look like he's going through just as much just as much as Seth Rollins was going through against AJ Styles. Just as much as AJ Styles was going through against Seth Rollins. We'll we'll see how it all plays out. So now Kofi and KO. Great matchup. We know that Kofi had been uh you know uh, getting you know, KO tricked him and, you know, tried to act like he was going to be his friend. Didn't really play out to be that way. No, the story was. Great match between the two of the fans, I think, were burnt out just off of how much awesome wrestling it was. So it was a very difficult match to follow up on. But the story that was mainly told with KO trying to be, you know, champion and, you know, just the energy was different. You could feel the, the different dynamics between Raw and SmackDown championships. Very very good stuff. Uh, I don't want to sit here and talk your heads off for the rest of the day. Kofi picked up the victory and uh, <laughs> Ko took his shoes off. I don't know what that meant. It's, it's silly, but hey, I, <laughs> I'm, I I could I couldn't try to sit here and speculate on what that all meant or what that was for, but I won't. <laughs> It was it was funny though, know, it made me chuckle to myself when I seen it like Hell, what? <laughs> silly Mr. McMahon, you silly. Hell, but it was um it was good stuff. Shouts to Kofi for uh still being the world heavyweight champion. And into the main hold hold on, excuse me. Into the main event, the money in the bank ladder match. Man, it was a million things that part of me got a nasty. Ooh, just nasties on the road. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into it. The the winner of the match after all sorts of wild spots, all sorts of high impact action. The stuff looked like it hurts. Oh, my God. Finn Balor, are you okay? Andrade, are you okay? Now, these things, in my opinion, do not top the Salida Del Sol from off of the ladder to the Uso. That, that was great. And that that's something that will live on forever. But that, that sunset flip off of the ladder and Finn bouncing up like that, man. Drew McIntyre throwing ricochet through the ladder outside, man. Hold up. Let's take a timeout. Speak on Sami Zayn. Scared. He was scared. Thought that uh, Braun Strowman was going to get him because he he accepted the help from Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin last week. Ends up, Baron. uh, Triple H tells him, no, 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 no. Nobody. uh, Braun's not even in the building, so calm down. And, uh,. It's funny because then we see Sammy stringed up backstage. Could it be Braun? Who knows? I think we're gonna have a, a good old who done it, just like a who ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin from a long time ago. So um, I think that's I think that's gonna be a little fun storyline. Some people are speculating Bray Wyatt. Some people are speculating Alistair Black. I don't know. It could be a number of different. Uh, superstars, but I'm pretty sure we just got into a very, very, very compelling storyline. Hey, you're sitting here and you're always criticizing the WWE Universe. Who do you think you are? Here you go. Now you're hoisted up. Oh, you thought you could just get your way, talk your way into the money in the bank. Oh, now you're just hoisted up. Whatever. Uh, Look, good stuff, good storyline development, and we're going to see how it all plays out. Now, Look, all of the crazy things aside, Brock Lesnar being Mr. Money in the Bank after all of the weeks on social hearing about IE is going to re-sign with the company and all the rest of this with everything else going on with the, uh, hey, look, if Steph said it, I'm going to say it. You know, with the uh, the new competition apparently, you know, uh, sprouting around the corner somewhere, It's and I don't mean any disrespect by that, but, um... It's. I think it was a smart move, on just to have all of the bases covered. So, good call, Mister McMahon. But, I mean, I mean, it was a great surprise. You know, everyone was shocked, to say the very least. Um, We knew that there was going to be what it needed to be an eighth man in the match. Michael Cole brought it up on commentary, said we'll see how that goes. Or is that we don't know, but we'll just see, and we clearly saw what happened. I think this is all good positioning for what could take place in the coming months with, with competition trying to sprout from so many different directions. So I'm not mad at it. All of the superstars that were showcased look great. Love. Uh, you know money in the bank is a gimmick so they're not trying they didn't you know you could have ran a couple of months of storylines regarding the money in the bank briefcase but now we really got that with brock who knows how often we're gonna see him maybe we won't see him maybe we'll see him another crazy time but uh, you know we'll just find out uh, how that all goes i thought it was good stuff though i think uh robbie and mr money in the bank is hilarious and then he just added the, the, the icing with laughing at the crowd and seeing how mad they was man look we could be here for the rest of the day and the night talking about it but i've got to prepare for monday night raw tonight so i can talk to you guys tomorrow about it so till then shout out somebody to bringing the podcast each and every week i do appreciate you guys for listening to this if you you like it Ensure that you share and let someone know that somebody's out here trying to advocate for WWE. And I will catch you guys tomorrow. One love.